Hey everyone, Nolan Graham here, and I want to welcome you to In The Loop, a monthly podcast where we explore leadership and long-term sustainable growth for the apostolic church in the 21st century. The mission of In The Loop is to provide continued leadership and church growth content to the apostolic church, including inspiration to application and process to systems that help maintain a trajectory of healthy leadership and a positive culture. So let's lean into this month's podcast with our host, Tom Durantz. Hey, I'm glad you're with me on this session of In The Loop. Today, I want to talk to you about the DNA of a leader. These are some characteristics that I've learned along the way as I'm selecting leaders, as I'm grooming new leaders, as I'm bringing leaders up. And also, it kind of segues into my own personal life of the DNA of a leader. So let me talk to you about leadership. Let me talk to you about as you scout out leaders in your church for your team to make the kingdom of God better where you serve. This is what I learned early on. When you become a leader, you forfeit the right to make excuses. Mm, Let me say that again. When you become a leader, you forfeit your right to make excuses. So let me give you some punch list here of items that I think are as part of the DNA that makes up the DNA of a great leader, a good leader. Number one, good leaders, great leaders stay in their lane. They focus on the task at hand. They don't zigzag back and forth. In swimming competitions and the Olympics coming up this summer, they'll be swimming and there are ropes, but every swimmer has to stay in their lane. If they get out of their lane with track likewise, they're disqualified. So I learned along the way that good leaders stay in their lane. They don't try to meddle in other people's business, to-do lists, responsibilities. Take what's been given to you, connect the dots, get the job done with excellence. Just simply stay in your lane. Leaders need to understand that, and most leaders realize that. Let me give you number two, the DNA of a leader. Good leaders don't take it personal. When things don't go their way, when the group, the pastor, the team rules against them or their idea isn't embellished or embraced, they don't take it personal because they realize that I'm in this for the firm, I'm in this for the establishment, and I'm going to contribute my ideas and my thoughts, and mine may not be the best on the table, but when I'm not selected, when my thoughts are not selected or my resolution is not selected. I'm a good leader, so I don't take it personal. No, I stay in my lane, and I don't take it personal. Also, what I notice about good leaders is they take on this persona. The sky is not always falling. (laughs) Everything's not always caving in. Everything is not woe is me. Everything is not crumbling. It's not raining every day of your life. The organization is not being torpedoed. Good leaders with good DNA realize, you know what? There might be some bad days, might be some bad moments, but this is not a bad organization. This is not a bad church. This is not bad leadership. We work through things together to make this firm a better firm. So I realize that good leaders are not always thinking, oh my goodness, the sky's falling in. They rise above that. They see past the stormy days, they see past the setbacks, and they start to focus on the mountain again. They start to focus on the sun's coming out again, and it's not always gloomy and it's not always rainy. 
and it's not always falling in on me. So again, good leaders, the DNA in a good leader is number one, they stay in their lane. Number two, they don't take it personal. Number three, the sky is not always falling. Let me give you number four now. Number four, we realize, good leaders, it always gets better. It's not gonna be like this forever. It's not horrible. Hey, how's it going? Horrible. No, it's not always like that. Things always get better. So good leaders stay with it. Good leaders write it out. Good leaders tame that wild bull or wild horse. What do you do? I stay on it. And it does get better. And the sun does come out. And I don't take it personal. And I stay in my lane and I finish my task. This is just the part of a DNA of a really good leader. So let me give you another nugget here of what is in the DNA of a leader. Good leaders do it unto the Lord. If you're pastoring, you understand what I'm saying when you have leaders. Good leaders, mature leaders, level-headed leaders. We do things unto the Lord. What do I mean by that is, hey, I don't have to get recognition the leader doesn't have to know I did this. Hey, guess what? I just wanted to let you know I called brother so-and-so and he came to church on Sunday. No, do it unto the Lord. Don't try to prove something to me. But this is just a part of the DNA of a good leader. We do things unto the Lord. As pastors, you understand what this is. We do things behind the scenes. We do things when nobody's looking. We do a lot of things that nobody even knows. Why? because I do it unto the Lord. There's things I do in the district that a lot of people don't know. Well, that's what leaders do, that's expected. So that's not some great exploit. But the point is, I do it unto the Lord. So if anybody recognizes it or doesn't recognize it, either way, I'm not getting upset and feeling like nobody appreciates me because I know this, the Lord appreciates everything that we do as leaders, every soul we contact, every dot we connect, and so therefore, in order for me to keep my head level and my spirit right, I just do things unto the Lord. That's what good leaders do. I'm giving you some nuggets today of the DNA of a leader. Let me give you another one, number six here. Good leaders apply the preaching. You see, I don't just preach as a pastor, but I love to be in environments where I can be the saint where I can sit there and receive. I don't have to turn lights on. I don't have to worry about an usher. I don't have to make sure the air conditioner is off. I don't have to lock the door when I leave. I just show up. I lean into the preaching. God anoints my spirit. I cry in the altar. Leaders don't get to do that very often. So when you're ever in an environment, brother leader, take advantage of that and apply the preaching to your life and get in the altar somewhere and cry your way back to humility, cry your way back to submission, cry your way back to whatever you drifted from. Because I know this, good leaders do more than just preaching. We apply the preaching and the teaching when we're not in the pulpit. Now that's a revelation to some, but it's true. The DNA of a leader. Let me go back and recap quickly. Good leaders stay in their lane. Number two, Good leaders don't take it personal. Number three, good leaders know the sky is not always falling. Number four, good leaders know it always gets better. Number five, good leaders always do it unto the Lord. 
Number six, good leaders apply the preaching to their life. Here's number seven for you. Good leaders don't complain. Good leaders don't sow discord. Mature leaders keep some things to themselves, and in some cases, we eat it. Why? Because we're not sowing discord. We're not complainers. We're not going to create an issue. So if you're going to rise up and be an amazing, incredible leader, you're going to have to learn to stop complaining because complaining doesn't fix it. Complaining might enhance your bad attitude already. So as a leader myself, I'm not going to complain. If I don't like it, if I disagree with it, if it pushes my buttons, I'm just going to eat it. Why? Because that's part of the DNA of a good leader. We eat things so we don't cause problems. So again, good leaders don't complain. Number eight, if you're keeping score. Number eight is good leaders always bring their A game. I mentioned this in a podcast a few months ago. We don't bring our attitude. That's bad. We don't bring a chip on our shoulder. We don't show up to lead God's people with a snarky attitude. Things didn't go good. No, I'm showing up every Sunday, bringing my A game. I'm swinging for the fence no matter how I feel, no matter what I think, no matter what my week is. Why? Because that's what leaders do. They bring their A game. I think about 1997. It's called the flu game. Some of you might remember that. Michael Jordan scores 38 points in a 90-88 win for the Chicago Bulls including a three-pointer with under one minute to go that gave the Bulls their final lead. I'm telling you, 38 points with the flu, it's gone down as the flu game. And of course, Michael Jordan, one of the greatest all-time players to play the game of basketball, but he scored 38 with the flu. That would be like us preaching a revival, a crusade, with the flu, very weak, and there's an outpouring of the Holy Ghost, and hundreds get filled with the Holy Ghost. But in our body, in this temple, in our frailty, we got up there, we swung for the fence. Why? Because good leaders bring their A game. Mm, mm, mm. And then number nine, this is my final one. Good leaders are faithful in their giving in lean times. Let me say it again. Good leaders are faithful in their giving in lean times. When things aren't good and money is tight, you know what, I'm a leader, I have credibility, I have integrity, I'm still faithful to God with my tithe and offerings, even when I don't have any left over at the end of the month, and maybe and sometimes there's more month left over than what I have, I'm still faithful to God. Why? Because that's what good leaders do. You see, those are nine nuggets that make up the DNA of an amazing, incredible leader. Whether you're a leader, or you're raising up leaders, or you're scouting out leaders, these are some of the DNA traits that need to be in them to maximize what God is calling them to do through you as their leader. Let me recap and we'll close off and sign off. Number one, they stay in their lane. Number two, they don't take it personal. Number three, the sky is not always falling. Number four, it will always get better. Number five, they do it unto the Lord. Number six, they apply the preaching. Number seven, they don't complain. Number eight, 
They always bring their A game. And the final number nine, they're faithful with their giving in lean times. Hey, that's the session. Thank you for listening. Again, as I sign off here, if you could share the podcast, the links, the page with anybody you think that might inspire them, my goal is, my passion is, as Nolan has already said, is to create the content of leadership for sustainable church growth in the 21st century. This is a leadership lesson all the way through. I'm hoping maybe you want to share it with your staff, share it with some of your key leaders, share it with some of the ministers. However you want to get it out, I would say let's get this out. Let's bless somebody, help somebody, and let's make it better. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. Let's go out and have good church. From the In The Loop offices in Temecula, California, I want to thank you for joining us today. If you would like to make contact with us, you may do so at intheloop.td at gmail.com. God bless us all and stay safe, everyone.